0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpopit.co.za.
1: off we go to uh, Amsterdam with the man who uh, takes good care of his hair and doesn't scare children. It's Professor Dion Foster. Good morning, Dion. <laughs>
0: Brad in mm-hmm. the Netherlands, yeah. large hair uh, could be a hazard because of uh, the the wind and the rain. You know, <laughs> you you could find yourself being blown into a canal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I'm, I must say, I must say, Dion shared a few photos with me this week. Spring in the Netherlands looks like it could be its picture postcard pretty, don't you think?
0: Wow, Brad, we've had a couple of real, real. Stunning, stunning days in the last week which is you know the promise of spring but today thankfully we're back in winter <laughs> uh, as i look out my window <laughs> it is it's it's pouring buckets and uh, it's grey and cold and the wind is howling but uh, but there is the promise of sunshine to come
1: <laughs> ek moet nou een iets beeg. prof môre dit is die Mo- een gedeelte van die wêreld wat ek altyd in my kop gehad het as uh, jy denkt aan tulpe, jy denkt net de sonskein. Ek het nooit in mijn leven het met winternee en ek moet sê de vrienden van ons um, paar jaar terug ook geëmigreer het. Toen het ek eerst bewus geraak en voordat in my kop was in Nederland, <laughs> net soos die prachtplek wat my eens gedink, die sonskein net altijd.
0: <laughs> ja, ja, maar natuurlijk omdat ons so nabij is aan die Noordsee, uh-huh. uh, in die noorde van die land, jong al die weer wat wat afkom van Noorweë, Denemarken, <laughs> die plekke, Greenland, dat dat wow. slaan ons lekker in the winter. Maar ek moet say, uh, you yeah. know, my my sense is the climate here is is a lot more moderate uh, than than in some other places. Okay. Uh, b- because of the ocean, but yo, we get our fair share of wind and rain, you know, it's good. <laughs> well, you
1: were in Cape Town, you got used to it, so you were well prepared.
0: <laughs> precies, Almerie, ek sê altyd vir mens, vir al Suid-Afrikaners wat hier is, alle, alle klaar oor die weer aan sê,
1: joh, jylle kom sikker van Pretoria <laughs> af, joh. Precise, <laughs> precies. precies. <laughs> uh, we know the wind. Dear, uh, Dion, this morning an opportunity to speak a little bit about something that often reminds me of a Russian doll. You open one and there's another one inside and you just keep on going and you keep on going. Uh, and when it comes to discipleship, I'm getting this feeling we need to be a little bit like them Russian dolls. You know, we need to be a disciple and then we need to make a disciple. And we need to trust that we've discipled that one disciple that they can make another disciple and so on and so forth.
0: Wow, that's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful image. I love it. I love it. I love it. Absolutely, Brad. So, um, you know, it's interesting how the Lord works with us. Um, You know, for some weeks, I've really felt the Lord speaking to me and saying, Hey, Dion, you're okay. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, I've got you, you Mm -hmm. know, and and that's been a wonderful blessing. And then sometime last week in my, my daily devotions and in my interaction with others, you know, things slowly began to turn and I felt the Lord saying, Okay, you're in a good place. And I want you to remember that there's a reason why you're here. And mm. I tell you what what brought it home for me was, uh, my goodness, on Sunday, I got an overdose of church. I, I always <laughs> attend our, our service uh, in Somerset West online uh, because we are still an hour earlier here in the Netherlands. Uh, that that starts at 9.30 in South Africa. So it's 8.30 here, attend that online. And then I walk across the road uh, to to the small congregation in my village, Bambrugge Dorpskerk. In is Alles in Neerlands, Mariel leek, So I enjoy the Dutch service there. And then I left that uh at, at about eleven thirty and drove through to, to Delft, um, where the pottery comes from. Oh, yeah? And there was a, a a South African service. Once a month, uh, South Africans gather and there's a service there, which was absolutely wonderful and the person who preached um is actually a very interesting uh, person you know he's a medical missionary so he's someone who is trained as a doctor and engaged in what uh, sometimes in in you know missionary uh, uh language is called business as mission so so someone who who trains in a profession an engineer, a doctor an accountant and then goes somewhere and uses that profession as a way to to set themselves up in a country to gain access there, perhaps a visa in a, in a country where it's difficult to gain access as a minister, and then uses that opportunity to begin to to evangelize, mm. uh, to begin to build a small little community that eventually becomes a home cell that eventually can become a church and begins to disciple these converts um, into you know becoming uh, a, a community that that brings about the gospel of Christ and establishes the values of God's kingdom where they are. And he asked the question. You know, here was this group of South Africans. There must have been about two hundred of us uh, sitting there, and most of the people in that room, um, you know, they, they've come on this highly skilled migrant visa. So they're accountants and lawyers and doctors. And and he said, well, why are you here? You know, people stuck up their hands and mm. say, so, you know, well, we came for the job and. We came for our kid, you know, all sorts of of answers. One lady was very honest. She said, I came because my husband got a job. (laughs) Another person said, I came because I fell in love and got married. And he said, those are all good answers. but, But there's another answer why you're here. Ask yourself the question from God's perspective, why are you here you know and it struck me i mean i've i've recognized that a number of times in my life no matter where i am no matter how i feel about the place where i am god has a perfect will and a desire for that place god has placed me somewhere amongst people in order to achieve something that god wants to achieve and so he spoke to us a little bit to say look you know here you are in the netherlands this highly secularized country You have one of the most privileged opportunities that anyone can have because you can lead people to Christ and begin to discipline them, to to teach them the disciplines, the ways of living that honor God and that bring about joy and blessing and peace. Brad, I was just convicted by that again. You know, yeah. I think sometimes I, I lose the plot on that a little bit, and I forget that, uh, you know, that beautiful image that you gave. I meant to be like a Russian doll. <laughs> so, you know, f- forming a person who forms a person. And that was the big thing that he said. You know, your your spiritual life with Christ is not only about your own uh, depth of relationship, your own happiness, your own joy. There's something equally important there, and that is about saying, who am I discipling? Who Who am I loving into the presence of God? Who am I getting close enough to that I can speak to them about their language or their driving habits or, (laughs) you know, the way in which they do business and in a loving and gentle way say, Hey man, there's a better way to do this. That's not only good for you, but it's good for society and it honors God. So, so I was just convicted by that again. Who am I discipling? And, um, you know, I, I, I really had to sit that night and actually I sat down with a piece of paper and said, okay, who is there in my sphere of influence who trusts me enough to allow me to just get close enough to them to, to be able to, to share the scriptures, to be able to, to help them to grow closer to God and eventually to help them to say, okay, who are they discipling and who are they discipling? I think that's, that's what the kingdom of God requires of us. So Brad, I leave us with just that, uh, that one little verse from uh, Matthew's gospel, and uh, I think it's important that we we recognize what it says. Uh, Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, Mm -hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That was a sign in in the ancient church of of bringing them into community. Uh, Baptism was a sign of entering into the community. And then verse 20, teaching them to do everything that I have commanded uh, you to do.
1: Uh, Dion, I couldn't help but think when you spoke about your area of influence and where are you able to make disciples and where are we able to serve and where are we able to make a difference even if we feel like where we are at isn't doesn't always feel like where we want to be every day. Um, I couldn't help but also think we're also by God's grace on the receiving end of somebody else's good work or their knowledge, their wisdom and what God would be doing with them. I quite like that. We're so worried about, am I here and what can I do here? We forget sometimes, why am I here and what am I supposed to learn here?
0: Oh, my goodness, Brad, today the wisdom is flowing. <laughs> Absolutely. I have a I have a, a very close friend, Swayster mm. Cook, uh, in in uh, in Cape Town. Uh, he was the guy who started the pneumatics youth movement. And um, he runs a little WhatsApp group, you know. Well, I say little. There are a couple of hundred people on there. But my goodness, he's very intentional about that. Every day he sends us a little video. Uh, He invites us into self-reflection, you know. And uh, I've had people like that throughout my life. Uh, By the way, that's one of the things that also strikes me, Brad, about this. You know, you don't only have to be proximate to people. I mean, my father-in-law, for example, Brian, I mean, he he really is a mentor to me. You know, he he loves the Lord. I, I see in him. What, what I think Jesus wants us to, to be like and, mm. and he, he lovingly raises me into that but I'm close to him but there are also other people like my friend Swayce you know who I'm one or two steps removed from yeah. and, and we can also sow into people's lives in that way
1: What a pleasure to have you on the radio with us every Thursday thanks for your time on a dreary day we've got a bright and sunny one um, but so grateful no matter where we are and what the weather's like we can connect with God in common thanks so much for your time Dion here's to a great day Thanks, my friend. Bless you. Bye then.
0: This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit,
1: 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.